The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome, everybody. Today we are here with another brave and enthusiastic guest to answer her questions and give you all a little taste of a mini reading from yours truly here on the podcast. And I'm really excited for this one. I was asking for someone who wanted to come on a particular topic that I thought you all would want to hear, and we will get to that topic, I'm sure, later on. But our guest today, Leanne, PM'd me with such a good question and a question that I think is probably on so many of your minds when you're listening to podcasts like this one, Intuitive Connection and, and similar ones. And that is, I'm going to get it from you as well, but the way she posed it to me was, you know, how do I deepen my connection with my inner wisdom and how do I learn to trust this? And Leanne, I love that question because I know that it's on a lot of people's minds. Yeah, I definitely, I know it is. I talk to a lot of people, you know, in my own network and we're all kind of struggling with that same feeling of, I have intuition. Sometimes it surprises and delights me, but oftentimes I feel blocked or disconnected from it. And that makes me, you know, first very sad, but then also a little bit frustrated. Like I want to keep the flow going a little bit more effortlessly and smoothly and continuously. And I just, I feel this, you know, total absence of flow or this vacuum or this block. And it just, it really does send me into this little mental spiral. So when I saw your post, I thought, oh, maybe, you know, maybe you could help me understand the whole connection with intuition and how it does, you know, tap into our own wisdom without those blocks getting in the way. Yeah. I love the question. It's beautiful. I'm so excited to start. And before I do, I just want to let listeners know this. You will probably hear some bits and pieces of yourself in this reading and in Leanne's journey. And that is as it's supposed to be. And I trust because there's always divine timing and there's always those synchronicities, but also recognize that everyone's journey is different. And so when you're listening to this interview, pretty much any interview and pretty much everything I put out there or anyone else puts out there into the world for your consumption, always make sure that you tune in and you see what resonates with you because it might be different and that is as it should be. 
All right, so here we go. I'm gonna get into the zone. I'm gonna say a little prayer and then I'm gonna tune into your energy. Just doing it in my brain first. And I'm just bringing in a beautiful container of light with which, within which we can work. I'm connecting us both to our higher guidance. I'm grounding our energy. I'm asking to step out of the way and be the clearest channel that I can be to receive and communicate that highest guidance. And I'm asking that the outcome of this work that we do together today serves the greatest good. All right, Leanne, I'm tuning in. All right, what I pick up immediately in your space is a lot of grief and a lot of loss. And I think you've had a number of losses throughout your life. And again, losses can be loss of people. That might be a thing for you for sure, but also losses of parts of ourselves, losses of identity. I just feel a lot of the energy of loss. And I think that that is intertwined with the question that you're asking today about deepening that flow with your intuition. Because I think that, and again, I'm going to see what resonates with you as well. But I think that sometimes you have that connection and it feels so marvelous. And then sometimes not so much. And there's a feeling like you lost that essential part of yourself when everything is not flowing magically and perfectly. Okay? I that, yeah, I think that summarizes it exactly true. Beautiful. Yeah. And so the first thing that I want you to know, and I think the guides line up with this, <laughs> <laughs> They're like nodding is that no one's in the flow 24 seven while in a human body. Mm -hmm. It's just not how things work. And so for you, I would first and foremost, like you to focus on the positive and when you're in the flow and when you feel that vibe, because it's happening so much more than you think and that you give yourself credit for. And I feel that you've had losses over the years. And, and some of them I know because you, you PM'd me a little bit of detail, but this is more my energetic impression. My brain wants to go with what you PM'd me in, in our little pre-chat text. But I feel that, you know, you recognize that each of those losses and each of those experiences have actually deepened your connection to spirit and nudged you and prodded you more and more onto your soul's path. Is that true? Do you recognize that? Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. I definitely and the guys are saying, first and foremost, please recognize that that is a step that a lot of human beings are not able to take. It's huge. It's part of your soul plan. And you know what a soul plan is? Yes. I can elaborate in just yeah. a second. The idea of it's one of those things that your spirit came here in this body to do, that you're right on track and that it's really important for you to rather than being a little hard on yourself to really focus on when things are working, when things are flowing, because it's happening so much more than you think. It's happening so much more than it did earlier in your life. And what blocks you oftentimes is this feeling of loss, this feeling of not being good enough, and you know this self-criticism that takes you out of the flow of what's actually happening most of the time for you now. Does that mm. make sense? It does. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see how this is kind of reframing some of the things that I thought 
Yes. <laughs> okay, good enough. Yes, and, I totally you. You're doing perfect. I'm not and sure if we dive in at this point or you keep, you know, sharing a little bit more. I'm just... It I'm, is, you know what? That decision is completely up to you. But let me okay. see what else the guys have to yeah. say. And I would say vocalize and share what feels comfortable for you, what you yeah. feel like I need to know. And of course, anything that you feel comfortable to share that you think the listeners would enjoy hearing, totally. you know, because there are going to be people that are going to hear your story right now and going to be like, me too, you know, and that's, yeah. that's how this all works. But I want to go back to the flow because I think that there's more information that wants to come through that it will elucidate and really, so you don't have to like search so much for it to all click and make sense. And sometimes too, when you're getting an intuitive reading, it won't make sense today. It won't make sense tomorrow, you know, but it will. One day you'll wake up and go, oh my God, now I understand what she said. And that's magical too. So there's no worries either way. But let me just dive back into your beautiful energy. Yes. Okay. So what the guides are saying, you are a very caring soul. You are a very kind soul. You have insights about people and you have a natural propensity to know how to please is, is a word that usually, you know, is, is perceived badly. But for you, you know how to please people. You know how to make them happy. You know how to comfort them. And, and you know what they need to hear when they need to hear it. Does that sound like you? Yes, totally. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. And I think more and more you're learning to do that from a place of joy and from a place of because I feel like it and not from a deep place of need. Because many of us that have that gift developed it and we're not going into your story here at all. And it might not even be true of you. That's not where the guides are giving this to me. But sometimes we develop this under duress where mm -hmm. there was someone in our early life that we really needed to please. And so, you know, we got really good at it and we had that intuitive gift because, you know, God, we needed it. Mm -hmm. But it's also an amazing gift because you love people. And you love bringing out the joy and the best in every like person in your universe. You like, if I'm reading you correctly, seeing the diamonds and gems in people in their lives and their struggles and helping them tap into that too. Yeah. It's a beautiful gift. I love that about you. And it's just, the trick is not to make it a burden and to know, you know, you do it when it comes authentically. Mm -hmm. but it's never your job to help people find the magic within them. That's their job. And you know what we do as healers or helpers or just other human beings, right? Like hopefully I'm doing right now and the guides are helping me to do right now is tap people on the shoulder and remind them of their magnificence and then get out of the way so that they can experience that. Right. And so that's the piece you can't do for anyone else. The analogy they're giving me is like, say you give somebody a compliment, you know, those people that can't take compliments. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you give them a compliment, you like at the very best, they deflected at the very worst. They go into like their pain story about like, oh my God, no, actually I'm like, I've got the biggest nose. I'm not pretty at all. And that's like, that's a little energy vampire thing happening there. But right. You know, people like yeah, that. Totally. Right. You're not going to make those people happy, my friend. Right. It's right. not your job to make them happy. They don't want to right now take the bait of experiencing their own magnificence. They just want to be down. And right. of course, we can look at people that are vibing at that energy and we can say like, you know, I understand. I can see the miracle of who you are, even if you can't see it right now, mm -hmm. but you don't want to play with those people at that level because that is a waste of your beautiful gifts. Mm -hmm. Does yeah, that make sense? It totally does. Yeah. Yeah. That may or may not be related to your question, but it came yeah. through. So yeah, no, for sure. Cool. But back to the question that you're asking and the guides are telling me it is in fact related. So I'm going to tune into how they want to explain this because I am so curious to see. 
They say that part of the distinction for you is that pleasing, right? And that pleasing is where you put the answer, the value in somebody else's mind versus sharing shining is the word they're giving. I love that, which is where you be the light and you hold your truth. And then you know that the people that need to hear it, the way they need to hear it will find you and will benefit. And you're moving more and more, I think. And this has been since you were a child up until now. So this has been a whole life's journey for you, more and more about being the light and not worrying about pleasing anyone else in the process, but enjoying it when you see other people laid up too, because like, that's so much fun. With your intuition, again, they say you don't give yourself enough credit and you don't always recognize when it's happening for you. They gave you this example that effortlessly, you know how to say the right thing for people. You know how to bring them out. You know how to bring them comfort and joy. That, my friend, is an intuitive gift. Mm. Okay? And so recognize that and notice that. And again, the less you're in that pleaser mode and the more you're just in that, I feel called to serve, what's going to come out of my mouth? Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's happening from your intuition, it's happening organically, the more you'll be able to share that gift with the world because it's truly beautiful. Now, do you write? I do. Okay. I do see books behind her friends. So I just want to be honest, but this is actually coming from my guidance as well. You're going to be called to do more and more of this through your writing. You already do. But, and this is probably one of the things that you wanted to ask me about. I don't know if it was conscious or not, because in that writing flow, And in that teaching other people to write, which I have this feeling is something else that you do, but I could be wrong there. Your mind can sometimes get in the way and you go in and out of the flow. And I would say right now you're in the flow probably 72% of the time on average, Mm. which for a normal human being is pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. But for you, you aim high. I think you'd like to be around 96, 85 to 96. Does that resonate? Yeah, I definitely feel a big loss, even in that 15%. I just feel, yeah, like there is, it's so untapped and, and, the, and it's just a trickle. And I don't, you know, I don't yeah. want to trickle. And again, the guys want me to share with you that you are very hard on yourself, that you set the bar very high, and that one of the things that will help you connect with your inner wisdom and also just enjoy your life a whole heck of a lot more is to focus on gains and not losses. Because the guides say, if you saw your life and your accomplishments the way that they saw you or see you, it would be a very different experience for you to be in your life and in your body. All right. This may be an overshare. And if it is, we will gladly edit it out. And this is true of many people. So I will also speak generally just in case. Oftentimes, you know, we develop that critical voice in our heads from those early caregiving and those early caregiving experiences. You have one parent, maybe both, but I see one in particular that was very critical of themselves and by contrast, critical of you. And I believe that parent also, there's a misogynistic energy, whether it's male or female. And there was an energy just around putting a cap on what a woman could accomplish. And I think you believed that for a really long time. And I want to ask, do you still believe that? Yes. You still believe there's a cap? Yeah. And I don't think it's a gender-based thing. I think my personal cap, right? So I'll see other people can accomplish great things, but those things aren't for me, Uh right? And I can do these amazing things and, you know, people could wish they do the things that I do. And I still think, oh no, it's, you know, success is not for me or, you know, 
reach is not for me or impact is not for me. So right. it definitely, it doesn't cross gender lines. It's very specific to my story of what I think I'm capable of, which yeah. kind of forces the wheel to go faster and faster because I have to try to do more to be equal to other people who just show up, right? Yet I am, I feel pressure to perform and outperform and, you know, kind of super perform just to play the game. Right. But you know, as you talk, I get this image of someone on a stationary bicycle, you know, and they're riding like really, really fast and making themselves exhausted. And you know, that's a thing we call it spinning. I do it sometimes for fun, but for (laughs) you, it's like, if you're on a stationary bike, yeah. does it really matter how fast you're going? Or is it about what feels right to me? I think that's the disconnect, right? So I, you know, I got this intuitive hit, this fire hose idea one day, and I did something with it. And then I did something else with it, you know? So I, you know, I got this idea, this framework. I wrote a book. Then I wrote a second book. Then I wrote a third book. You know, people don't write three books in a year. And I was just so compelled to be on that stationary bike going uphill, you know, like I see myself going up. Yeah. And it hasn't been what I hoped it would be. And I just feel like, okay, what's my next step? I did the things like you gave me the idea. I wrote the books. I did the thing. Now what's next, right? It's very much like a child trying to earn the gold stars. And so somewhere is that piece of I could spin more and more. I could write 30 books and I'm still on the stationary bike. And that's the disconnect that I personally struggle with that block of I'm, you know, I'm not in the moment of celebrating the fact that I've just written three books and I see them. I, you know, I'm so hungry for the next thing because who am I trying to please? Right? Like I can't hear my own wisdom. I am just all right. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there, my beautiful friend, because as I want to tell you, you do hear your own wisdom. And three books that were written 70% intuitively driven is pretty big. And the guides say for most people living their lives, most of the time, the average person on the planet is in their intuition about 3% of the time. Okay? Seriously. Maybe eight, maybe. 35 at the most, but that's the range on average. And many people, most people, definitely the people that you came from, 3% of the time. So 70% is a huge accomplishment. And again, it speaks to your propensity to always think I'm not enough and I got to be doing more rather than looking at where you are now. And if you do that, you'll always be uncomfortable. You'll always be exhausting yourself. And you'll never rediscover the magnificence that is already within you that was there all along. And the guides remind me too, that they told us a little bit before that your gift is helping other people feel amazing, right? And so I would invite you and, you know, this is a longer conversation because it's not always the easiest thing to do, though it's the easiest thing for me to say. I would invite you to start, you know, giving yourself some of that magic because you deserve that. And if you can't do that right away, because some of us really are afraid to give love and kindness and encouragement to ourselves, because at some point in time, if we did that, we'd get shut down. And when we got shut down, we get shut down hard. And, you know, I have the image of, you know, you you start to stand up and someone kicks you in the head. If that happens enough, you're going to lie flat. 
because no one wants to get kicked in the head. And then that becomes your modus operandi for life. And so lying flat, you know, if that's your belief system and that's your experience makes a damn good, you know, amount of sense because you don't want to get kicked in the head. However, you know, now that reality isn't so much the truth anymore. And what happens now, right, is that you've been so trained that as soon as you think you're going to go up, guess who kicks you in the head? You kick yourself, right? I do it myself, yeah. right? That voice in your head just, and it's there to protect you. You know, we often forget it's there to protect you. You internalize that because you didn't want to get kicked in the head. But the trick now in shifting that pattern is to remind yourself the head kicker is gone and it's okay. It's safe to come out. And little by little, you'll learn that it is and that, you know, your worst enemy at the beginning and the end of the day was always you anyway even though sometimes that you is expressed in the behaviors of others. And this is not a judge or a shame thing. I think you get it, you know, from a spiritual standpoint. And then you start to step into your power. Your books are beautiful. The guides say they're wonderful. And again, I don't know the truth of this, but it feels like they're doing better than you think. And better again than you give yourself credit for. But I know I'm a high achiever too. I get it. And, you know, you have a bar in your head, you have a person, I don't know if this person is still in a body, but they might be, but I kind of find sense that they're not, that you're still trying to please. With every action, you're trying to please the unpleasable person in your head. And is that person crossed over? Do you know who I mean? Yeah. Okay. So that person wants you to know that they're very sorry for the way that they treated you when they were in a body that they were very limited, very confused, and extraordinarily angry, that it had nothing to do with you, but you do have a little bit of friction between you guys on a soul basis, which is probably why you ended up in this relationship together. But that person wants you to know from the eyes from, through which they see you now, they're very proud of you, okay? And that it simply was never their way to tell you that when you were in a body. And remember too, we often, you know, our parentage or our, you know, the people that we learn from in our life, whoever they may be, especially those early relationships, right? We can only do as a parent, and I am one of two, we can only parent from the highest level of awareness that we have reached in our lifetime. And unfortunately, this individual had not reached a very high level of awareness. Really through the whole course of their life, they were a three percenter. And again, this isn't a bad thing, guys, from a spiritual perspective, because we're all at different levels of our journey and our awareness, and we're all perfectly complementing each other in this dance called humanity, even when it doesn't feel that way. But we all can only operate from our level of awareness. And if we have a lower level of awareness, and if we believe, for example, that the only reason that anyone ever accomplishes anything in life is if they get kicked in the head. We're going to kick the people that we most love in the head repeatedly because we think that's how we're going to help. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's what this being and your guides are trying to explain to you that, you know, a lot of that head kicking, though it was misguided, though it was wrong and though it was unkind, and I hope it wasn't literal. I don't get necessarily that it was. I think it was more mental and emotional (laughs) and verbal, but it was based on this idea. I'm not good enough. I need to kick myself and everything related to me in the head. Otherwise, life will not work. Okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I will tell you, do you have two parents that have crossed over? I have one parent that's crossed over and one who is very ill. Okay. 
still here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, they're both talking to me as if they're not, <laughs> and this is not prophetic at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think their greatest joy would be to see you pull off all those insecurities and all of that, you know, all of those limits that you believe they've placed in your head. And you, you, you take responsibility. You're not a blamer. You're like, it's all on me. I see that about you. And that's another sign of just a great spiritual awareness and awokenness that a lot of people don't get to in a lifetime or multiple lifetimes. So you've been doing this for a while, this human thing, I think. But regardless, their, their biggest joy, I think, would for you to be successful. But my friends, you need to be successful on your terms. And if you, you know, promote those three books, because those are the books that you love, do it. If you feel a deeper calling in you to do something totally different, please, by all means, do that. Because I really do think that you have the Midas touch when it comes to expressing yourself to others in a healing, helping, and loving way. I think the well of what you have to share with others has not even begun to be tapped. And I think too, and you'll tell me if I'm wrong, when you are writing and expressing yourself in this manner, talking to, but especially writing and creating, there's such a joy in that process for you. And you know, sometimes too, we all get the memo, if it's too much fun, you're doing something wrong, but that's not true. The more fun, the better, because think about when you write a book, right? Or give a podcast or a reading or whatever from a place of joy, that energy is imbibed into that book. And that's what we all need, right? We don't need a recipe of how to like cook good fish or how to raise our children. I mean, it's helpful or how to be happier in life. We need that beautiful energy that you put in your book because when you wrote it, you were in the flow. Right. Okay. Yeah. And again, on that, they say you're at 85 to 86% which is pretty good. I know you want 97. I get it. I, I think that way too. <laughs> but does that help? Does that resonate? Yeah, it definitely right, I'm gonna, does. I'm going to take a sip of tea. I'm going to pause and I'm going to have you tune in and see what else, what questions we didn't answer that still want to come through. I think one question that just popped up is, you know, kind of going back to my initial question is how do I trust, you know, that if I sit with myself that an answer will show up, right? Because I have meditated or I have sat for a very long time. I have walked for hours. You know, I don't watch TV. I don't listen to the radio. You know, I really create environments of openness and space. And I sometimes feel a little bit abandoned that I'm not receiving any kind of signs. And I know it's on my time. So intellectually, I think it's not on me to say, I'm open now, come and give me my flow or give me my next right. instruction. Or, But how do you just kind of reconcile that piece that you are open and available and practicing and asking and surrendering and it's silent? And it's then that sense of loss. It's that yeah. sense of here I am, this beautiful, beautiful being that I know you are, that I see as I look into your beautiful eyes, just beautiful eyes. And they're just very clear, beautiful, loving eyes. And here I am, you know, maybe as a little child, bringing all of my magic and beautifulness to earth and wanting the earth and the people in my world to see that for me and validate for me and share that with me because I, you know, experience the magic of life and the people around me, they can't go there. And they can't see it. And sometimes they tell me that my magic isn't magical at all. And that's heartbreaking. Right. It's heartbreaking. And I think that's the relationship that you sometimes carry when you think about spirit or you think about guidance. That where are you? Why have you forsaken me? And they haven't. 
They're there every day. They're tapping on your shoulder all the time. But when you get into that mindset and you feel that deep sense of loss, you shut it down. And again, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just in those moments, they can't get through. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Because the more I want it, the more I'm, you know, yes. I say I'm open and I'm surrendering, the harder I'm holding on to yeah. the hope that they will show up in a way that I can see it. And that right. I know it doesn't work that way, but I, oh, I struggle with that for sure. It could work that way. But again, <laughs> we can't try to surrender. It's a funny little conundrum there. Uh -huh. You know, the more you try to surrender, the more you resist. And right. it's, just, it's just a thing. <laughs> Concrete suggestions that will help. When you feel that way, do what you can do to soothe yourself, right? Be kind to yourself, be mothering to yourself, be nurturing to yourself. And remember that there's a little kid inside of you and everyone's got one that's hurting right now and feeling lost and feeling forsaken and let her know she's safe and she's okay. And that even though we can't see the guides right now, we know they're there because you do. There's no question you do. Okay. There's some anger in there too. So again, that anger, frustration, whatever those feelings are, don't be afraid of them. Let them be there. We all got them. And, you know, sit with them, be by water, walk by them. But in those moments, focus on soothing yourself and letting that energy flow. Homework number one. Got it? Got That's it. The most important one. Got it. Tapping into our intuition first and foremost is about healing work, is about clearing the channel. And we can do that more and more and more. Even these amazing people that are already receiving at like 70 to 86%, which is like really cool. That's number one. Number two, start to, you know, I tell this to a lot of people trying to connect with their inner wisdom more and more. Start a journal. And again, you're hard on yourself, so this one is tricky, but start writing down what's working, the times that you do hear it, and start writing down the positives. And you can have two columns if you want. One is like when stuff goes good, and then the other could be the venting column where you just write down all your frustrations and get them out. You can mm -hmm. burn those if you want or leave them there side by side. Just keep them on separate pages. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's homework number two, but it'll help you start to pay attention on all the ways intuition is working for you all the time. It might not always be showing up where you think you need it most, but it's always there. Got it? Got it. And the third one is to continue with your beautiful writing because the guides say what you do is so helpful and so powerful for so many people. And it's helpful on a couple of different levels. They say, yes, the information that comes through definitely is helpful. But again, the more you can be in your flow, the more you can be in your joy, and the more you can bring the gift that is you through your verbal and written expression to the world, the more you'll light up other people and connect with other people in ways that you and they, and even yours truly cannot even imagine and will never know. And we don't need to know, but it will be magical. So stay with that, enjoy that. And for a little change of pace, I don't know if you do this already, but it's coming through. When you're really feeling blocked or stuck, do something artistic that's not writing, right? Painting, mm -hmm. painting is what comes through, but weaving, tie-dyeing, uh -huh. I don't know, uh -huh. reorganizing your space in a pretty way, because you're also a very visual person, but I, I'm guessing that, and this is true of me, so I want to make sure it's also true of you, that you, know, you put more pressure on yourself to write than you do to create visually. Mm -hmm. And so that's a good time when you feel blocked in one medium to go to one where you feel more free and you don't put so much like obligation and pressure on your head. And mm -hmm. that will help you flow too. 
Because remember with intuition, you know, there is that surrender that is that allowing and there is that understanding that I get what I get and I don't get upset. Right. Right. And yeah. you, and if you get upset, that's okay too. Cause we're human. Be kind to yourself, right. you know, yeah. support yourself through that. But you know, we get the answers we're supposed to get. And sometimes we're not being blocked at all and we're mm -hmm. not being punished at all. It's simply that we're asking the wrong question. It's not our time to know, or we're not truly in that state where we're ready to receive. And you know, if you can make peace with that, mm -hmm. it's going to flow a whole lot more. And so making peace with that is just accepting that without pushing against it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. being kind to the parts of yourself that are pushing and soothing them and letting them know, hey, babe, this is just the process of life. <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest piece of information that's coming through for you as we start to wrap up is pay attention to what is positive now. Okay. Retrain that brain, not to force out the negatives because they're there and soothe yourself when you feel them. It's not about forcing anything out of your mind, but it's about starting to honor and treat yourself and see yourself the way that 90% of the world sees you and to be the one to value your own accomplishments, to see what's working and to really celebrate that because that will be the biggest shift for you. And honestly, like we said, when you have someone that you try to give a compliment to, right? Right. And they are just like, na 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 like, right? Yeah. That's because they need to hear it from themselves. Right. Right? Yeah. And so sometimes I'm guessing you're that person. And what you really need to do is give yourself a little bit of love. Does that make yeah. sense? It totally does. I this do was that. so much fun, Leanne. I'm so glad you, you reached out. And oh my God, what a joy. I'm going to say a little closing prayer. And just thank you again for sharing with us. And yeah, I think a lot of people will benefit from this conversation. All right, I'm just going to take a couple of seconds now to thank you because it was an amazing experience. And I'm just going to release any attachments and inform to you myself, my clients and any other beings that showed up today. I'm also releasing my expectations to the outcome of the work that we do together today. This is where I let go of my idea of how things should be and just surrender to what is. And then very most importantly, I ask that and trust that the outcome of this work serve the greatest good, amen. Leanne, thank you again. It's been so much fun. Thank you for having me. All right. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a wonderful day and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on The Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, 
Don't take your dreams lying down.